in, a, in the season of autumn especially for example, he will finally lose count. There will be times when he's standing in front of one tree but he won't see some leaf, leaf falling. He'll try to keep track of every leaf that's falling but he'll fail. He will fail to keep track of the leaves falling out of one tree. And many trees have very small leaves, then they fall in the dozens and then in the hundreds. Let alone his one tree, Allah Ta'ala knows every leaf that is on every tree in the entire world. In the jungles of Africa or wherever it might be in the world. And when any leaf falls, it is Allah Ta'ala's ilm. Allah Ta'ala knows where it fell, sees it falling. Everything Allah Ta'ala's qudrat. And it only falls by his will. That leaf cannot also even shake one iota or fall anywhere but with the will of Allah Ta'ala. Now this is our Iman. This is that firm faith and yaqeen that we have to have in our hearts. That whatever happens can only happen if Allah Ta'ala has willed it. So this Iman that Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with, this is what is our basis and foundation and everything stems forth from this. Any occurrences in dunya also, we look at it through the eye of Iman. Anything somebody tells us, we listen to it through the ear of Iman. Anything we want to analyze, we want to work out what, is, what happened and what's to be done, we have to analyze it with the heart of Iman. Everybody looks at things, everybody listens to things, everybody thinks about things, but not everybody does it in the same way. Somebody looks, for example, at an animal, a particular animal, it might be a dog, it might be something else, it might be a khinzir. So one person sees it, he sees it with the eye of Iman. His eyes fell on it, but he's looking with the eye of Iman. As soon as his eyes fall on it, he gets a shiver in his heart. This is something Allah Ta'ala has made completely haram, it's najisul ayn. And though it is not something that is forbidden, that if a person looked at it, he got some sin, but his heart doesn't uh, feel good about even just looking in that direction. He turns his gaze away. But as Nabi Allah Ta'ala's makhluk as well, but Allah Ta'ala has made that completely haram, has made it forbidden. So therefore, it creates this kind of aversion in his heart. What created the aversion? He looked with the eye of Iman. And another person, Allah forbid, who is devoid of that Iman, he looks at that same animal and he is now wondering when he is going to Nauzubillah consume it. A mu'min passes somewhere where they are selling some intoxicants, some drink, alcohol. So he feels very uncomfortable even just passing there. He wants to rush past there. If he out of necessity had to pass somewhere and there is something being sold, it's a bottle store or whatever. So he doesn't even feel comfortable passing there. Why? That odor and that bad smell that came in his he smells that bad smell, that too makes him feel very uncomfortable. What made him feel uncomfortable? 
he was analyzing this whole scene, what he saw, where he's passing, what he's smelling, all that with the heart of Iman. Another has made this totally haram. Another has made it haram. So it just doesn't give him any kind of uh, comfortable feeling to be anywhere in the presence of it also. So everything that a mu'min does, he is somebody that has this Iman in his heart. He looks with the eye of Iman. He hears with the ears of Iman. He thinks with the heart and mind of Iman. And therefore everything that he thinks about, how he analyzes it, what conclusions he comes to, all this takes him closer to Allah Ta'ala. Because he looks at things, sees things, listens to things, thinks and analyzes things in the way that Allah Ta'ala wants him to do so. And somebody without Iman, then everything is just on the surface. There was a storm, why there was a storm? There was a storm because of atmospheric pressures, something, the pressure dropped and something else happened and as a result these pressures got all mixed up and this created a very major storm, full storm. Why did this earthquake take place? So the earthquake took place because of the some plates in the earth and the plates moved and there was some kind of seismic activity and whatever else, that's it. So this is where the dunya stops. This is where the scientist stops. This is where people without imam stop. But a mu'min says, but what caused that place in the earth to move? It just moved on its own. What caused that atmospheric pressure to drop? and then it created some reactions and that became a storm what caused that to drop? it is dropped on his own the mu'min then goes one step beyond he says no this didn't happen on his own it happened because Allah Ta'ala made it happen it happened because Allah Ta'ala commanded it to happen so a mu'min everything refers back to the command of Allah Ta'ala refers to the will of Allah Ta'ala and if Allah Ta'ala does not will it, it won't happen. And what is so glaring also that this is what will definitely do this. Fire will definitely burn. That too a mu'min says, yes, fire burns. But why it burns? It burns because Allah Ta'ala has given it the order to burn. And when Allah Ta'ala wills, Allah Ta'ala manifests his qudrat, it won't burn. It didn't burn Ibrahim in the fire of Namrud. That knife is very sharp, it will cut. Nobody must dare play with that knife. Don't take chances with it. Don't ever take chances and put your hand in a fire. But that knife cuts because Allah Ta'ala wills it to cut. And when Allah Ta'ala wills it, won't cut. Like Ibrahim applied the pressure, but he didn't cut it by This is a mu'min yaqeen. This is his conviction, his faith. This is his belief. This is his iman. It starts off right in the beginning of the Qur'an Sharif reminding of him of this. That his Iman is in the unseen. He believes in the unseen system that Allah Ta'ala has created. So likewise all other occurrences in the world, all other events that happen, a mu'min looks at everything through this eye of Iman. And he analyzes it with the heart of Iman. So whether it is some illness, some virus, some other issue, whatever it might be. And what will tell him in the light of Iman that how he should be 
analyzing this, how he should be looking at it. The Quran Sharif, the Ahadith of Rasulullah this is where he'll get his guidance from. So a mu'min, this is his starting point. And if anything else conforms to this, well and good. But if something doesn't conform to it, then that is totally disregarded. A mu'min, the Quran and Sunnah, this is his path, this is his constitution, this is his supreme law, this is his way of life, this is his first point and last point. If something else conforms to it, well and good, otherwise he doesn't pay any attention to it. So now if you look into the Quran Sharif, there are so many things that the world is facing and this is not just from yesterday, it's just not just one issue of a virus, there's so many things happening in the dunya, one thing after the other. So a movement looks into the Quran Sharif, that is this all just haphazardly happening, it's happening without any system in place. So the Quran Sharif Allah has spelled it out very clearly, there's no need for a person to be even uh, applying too much of his mental faculties to get to the understanding very clearly spelled out. Some aspects, some ayat of the Quran Sharif are very deep and it requires a lot of expertise to understand it. So therefore that you have to refer to the fuqaha, to the experts in the knowledge of Quran and Sunnah to get the correct understanding of it. But there are many ayat which relate to advice, which are very very clear cut, very straightforward doesn't require any deep thinking to come to the right understanding. For example, in the ayat of the Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala says that وَمَا أَصَابَكُمْ مِن مُصِيبَةٍ فَبِمَا كَسَبَتْ أَيْدِيكُمْ وَيَعْفُوا عَنْ كَثِيرٍ Whatever calamity, whatever difficulty befalls you, Allah Ta'ala says فَبِمَا كَسَبَتْ أَيْدِيكُمْ is what you have done. It's the consequences of your actions. Now, what further research is required to understand this ayat. So straightforward, so clear-cut. It doesn't require any kind of in-depth thinking to get to the correct understanding. It's a very straightforward message that Allah has given. That in this world Allah has said to the system, and the system, one is what is visible. The visible system, fire burns, water will extinguish the fire, and all the various other visible things we see. So that too is a system. Allah Ta'ala has created the system, but it happens by the will of Allah Ta'ala. And there's an invisible system, which is above this system. And that system is the a'mal of insan and the consequences it brings. The actions of man and its end results. The consequences. The ayat Allah Ta'ala says, whatever calamity is before you, فَبِمَا كَسَبَتْ أَيْدِيكُمْ It's the consequences of your actions. And that to Allah Ta'ala says, وَيَعْفُوا عَنْ كَثِيرٌ Most of it Allah Ta'ala forgives. If Allah Ta'ala had to take us to task for everything that we did, وَلَوْ يُعَاخِذُ اللَّهُ النَّاسَ بِمَا كَسَبُوا مَا تَرَكَ عَلَى ظَهْرِهَا مِنْ ذَابْضَ Allah Ta'ala says, everything, every wrong action, everything that Allah, a person does against Allah Ta'ala commands, if Allah Ta'ala is taking to task in this dunya, nobody will exist. Nobody will survive. But وَلَاكِنْ يُؤَخِّرُهُمْ إِلَىٰ أَجَلٍ مُسَمَّى Allah Ta'ala says, we postponed it for a later time, for that appointed time. 
The day of Qiyamah is certainly coming. Person sometimes thinks everything in dunya is carrying on fine. I think what I want. And life is carrying on. But life is not just carrying on. Everything is being recorded. So the very clear system Allah has created, amal and the consequences. Calamity is the result of insan actions. ظَهَرَ الْفَسَادُ فِي الْبَرِّ وَالْبَحْرِ بِمَا كَسَبَتْ أَيْدِ النَّاسِ لِيُذِيقَهُمْ بَعْضَ الَّذِي عَمِلُوا لَعَلَّهُمْ يَرْجِعُونَ Allah Ta'ala says corruption has appeared on the lands and on the seas. Things are all in a very abnormal situation. All kinds of abnormal, abnormal circumstances. Things that weren't even imagined before. Things that have made people's lives turn upside down. Allah says, ظَهَرَ الْفَسَادُ فِي الْبَرِّ وَالْبَحْرِ بِمَا كَسَبَتْ أَيْدِ النَّاسِ This is due to the actions of man. Why? لِيُذِيقَهُمْ بَعْضَ الَّذِي عَمِلُوا Allah says so that we may give them a taste of a little of what they've done. Not everything, not the most of it also. Just a taste of little of what they've done. بَعْضَ الَّذِي عَمِلُوا and the objective is so that it becomes a wake-up call for them. It becomes a wake-up call for them. It becomes a lesson. It becomes something for them to sit up and take note. Take note of what? Often we take note of what others are doing. We take note of things happening far away in the world. But have we decided to stop and take note of what I am doing? <coughs> there are so many things that if we reflect within ourselves, we'll find so many deficiencies. Either we don't want to even look, or if we look, we don't want to even take note of it. And if we do take note of it, we don't want to do anything about it. When a person sometimes something goes wrong in his business, Suddenly he realizes things are going in a slide, there's a big hole, there's a lot of stealing taking place maybe, or there's some damages happening regularly. Now he gets a shock. If this carries on, we're going to be in a major loss. So now what he does, he starts taking drastic action immediately. If there's something going out of hand, he wants to sort it out now. He wants to stop all the Problems that are happening. You want to fill the gap, plug the holes in. Can't afford the loss. So as soon as there is something going untoward, he wants to immediately sort it out. He wants to improve it. What he sort it out, and even if everything seems to be going fine, he's all the time looking at improving things, enhancing it, bringing it to a better level, making it prosper even more. But our life, our deen, our relationship with Allah Ta'ala. There are so many things in our life. For example, our salah, starting off with our salah. Have we decided to think, reflect within ourselves? In the Hadith Sharif it comes that many a person, his salah, his salah barely rises above his head. And then it is taken and flung back at him like a dirty rag. Have we stopped to think, Allah forbid, is my salah also of this type? Is my salah getting flung back at me? Have I stopped to think? Have I stopped to take the time to ask somebody, please check my salah? How am I performing it? Are my postures correct? 
Is my recitation of Quran Sharif correct in my salah? Is my tashahud correct? Is my tasbihat in ruku sajda correct? How am I performing the salah? Otherwise the salah is getting flung back at me. But we are so busy in our dunya that we don't have time to check that is this salah correct? And if it is correct then how can I still improve it? The Quran Sharif that a person decides which should be part of every person's life daily. But the Hadith Sharif Nabi says, Rupta Qari ibn Quran wal Quran Many a person decides the Quran Sharif, the Quran curses him. Now the many meanings of this, why the Quran curses him? One is a person, for example, is indulging in some vices, some sins, he is lying. And he decides the ayat also. The curse of Allah Ta'ala upon the liars. Now he himself is engaging in this lying and is reciting the ayat. The Quran itself is cursing him. But also among it is that the manner in which he is reciting Quran Sharif. In his salah he has to recite Quran Sharif. Outside salah also he must recite Quran Sharif. But he is reciting so incorrectly. He didn't make any effort to learn to recite it correctly. To make the best effort he can. So now the Quran Sharif is cursing him. So now to think about it, that I can't do without Quran Sharif, I must recite Quran Sharif. So let me learn how to recite it correctly also. Let me take some effort, take two minutes every day, five minutes every day. Somebody who can recite the Quran Sharif well, ask him please listen to me, teach me, help me along. Two minutes a day, after some salah, before some salah, sometimes it is convenient. Daily the two, two minutes also in a few months, the person will be reciting very well. Come to the aspects of the other ibadat, our zakat, our fasting, etc. Is it being done correctly? Is this haphazard? Likewise, if you look at our mu'amalat, our dealings, have you stopped to think? As Allah is saying that ayah, all this mischief has appeared, لَعَلَّهُمْ يَرْجِعُونَ It's a wake-up call. So that they now come back to Allah Ta'ala. How are you going to come back? We have to look where we go. Let's look at what's in our life. So is my muamala correct? Is there any deception involved? One is the physical viruses, the viruses that affect the physical self. But there are these spiritual viruses also. The virus of corruption. The virus of deception. These things also just spread far and wide. One person does it, another person sees what he's doing. The PLA, this person is making it big by just deceiving, so I must do the same. These are worse viruses, they choke a person's roof. So a person's muhammad, his muasharat, his life, social life, how he's living with people. Is he fulfilling the rights of others? The rights of his parents, his children, the spouses fulfilling one another's rights. Fulfilling the rights of the neighbors. What kind of akhlaq? This is what's to be looked into. Do I have the correct akhlaq? And then we, Allah is saying, so that they come back. But now, have we decided to stop and think, am I coming back? I'm not performing my salah, I'm going to start performing it. But the azam will still go through one year and come out the other year like nothing happens. 
somebody is watching movies, he's still carrying on watching movies. See, the virus is very, very bad, very dangerous. So many people died and he's still watching movies too. So what he did, what he changed in him? Somebody is gambling and he's still gambling though. Somebody is watching film, he's still watching that film. And he's talking about how bad the virus is. So what has it done for him? In terms of bringing him now back to Allah Ta'ala. It is just that heedlessness. That nothing has changed. So that is a very dangerous thing. In another ayat of the Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala speaks about the nations of the past. وَلَقَدْ أَرْسَلْنَا إِلَىٰ أُمَّمٍ مِّنْ قَبْلِكَ فَأَخَذْنَاهُمْ بِالْبَأْسَاءِ وَالضَّرَّاءِ لَعَلَّهُمْ يَتَضَرَّعُونَ Allah Ta'ala says to the nations before, we sent to them the messengers. And they just ignored it. They didn't bother. They just carried on in the dunya. They carried on in their entertainment. They carried on living their heedless life. Allah Ta'ala says, as a result, فَأَخَذْنَاهُمْ بِالْبَأْسَى وَالْضَرَّى He brought about difficulties upon them in their wealth. I'll say one trillion got wiped out, and two trillion got wiped out, and all kinds of other trillions and whatever else. But all these things just happened like that. Allah Ta'ala says, we did it before also. فَأَخَذْنَاهُمْ بِالْبَأْسَى we brought about economic difficulties. وَالْضَرَّى And illnesses. And why this happened? لَعَلَّهُمْ يَتَضَرَّعُونَ So that they may become humble in front of Allah Ta'ala. With humility they may beseech Allah Ta'ala. Beg Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness. Allah Ta'ala then says further, فَلَوْلَا إِذْ جَاءَهُمْ بَأْسُنَا تَضَرَّعُونَ Our Afflictions came upon them. Why didn't they turn to Allah Ta'ala in humility? They just ignored it. First they were complaining. They complained to and carried on sleeping the wrong. Allah Ta'ala said, Their hearts became so hard that all the clear signs that look, this is a wake up call, that really wake them up. And shaitan adorned for them what they were up to. A person is involved in so many vices and shaitan just keeps it fine that, oh you carry on. You don't have to worry about anything. Life will carry on, that virus will finish off, you enjoy yourself. Shaitan puts the person in that slumber. So now that person involved in some haram is carrying on in that haram. He's missing his namaz, he's still missing his namaz. He hasn't been making any tilawas and zikr. Then too he wasn't making mouth, he's not making life, he's carrying on. He was indulging in the sins of the eyes, he's still doing it and carrying on more. He was listening to haram and he's still listening to haram. Nothing changed. That is now a very dangerous level. Extremely dangerous. Allah that I say, we gave you chances to come back. We gave you opportunity, we gave you wake up calls. Other person has got a flight to catch. And that alarm is set for him. And now that alarm is ringing, but he's ignoring it. So he's going to oversleep. And when he oversleeps, he's going to push his life. He's going to be in big trouble then. A lot of problems. So now all flights to Jannah, directly to Jannah, we have been getting given this wake-up call. That look, wake up from that slumber and board the flight to Jannah. But now the person ignores that 
bell ringing, that alarm ringing. So now he will finish, finish off on some other transports. So this is what the Quran Sharif is giving us, the clear message, the clear lesson. All these things happen with the will of Allah Ta'ala. These illnesses, these vices, and all these other problems that happen. There are many, many things that are mentioned in the Quran Sharif, in the Ahadith of Rasulullah in particular, the details are there. Of what, what actions bring about what kind of consequences. But among the things that is mentioned in the Hadith Sharif, on one occasion, the Prophet Allah Sallallahu mentioned, "وَلَمْ تَظْهَرِ الْفَاحِشَةُ فِي قَوْمٍ قَدْتُ حَتَّى يُعْلِنُوا بِهَا إِلَّا فَشَافِيهِمُ الطَّاعُونَ وَالْأَوْجَاءُ الَّتِي لَمْ تَكُنْ مَذَّفِي أَسْلَامِهِمُ الَّذِينَ مَذَوْا That when immorality becomes widespread in a community, immorality becomes widespread, immorality in all its different forms. Unfortunately, and the tragedy is that when something becomes common, then the whole standard drops. The standard drops in such a way that the wrong also starts looking right. That that vice and that immorality also, people look, if you talk about it and somebody say, but what's wrong with it? Can't even say it wrong anymore. Doesn't seem anything wrong with it at all. Whereas there's such prevalence of immorality, shamelessness, in so many different ways, how people dress, how they conduct their lifestyles, day-to-day lifestyles, how they conduct their weddings, what kind of evils and vices take place in those weddings, what kind of free intermingling between males and females in the workplace, and wherewells, and just free talking of any thing that comes in a person's mind, casual conversation of any sort, and then not just any casual conversation which is bad enough, then all kinds of evil talk and immoral talk, and it's just one of those things, now it's just joking. Person is just on the chats and social media, and people are posting all kinds of uh, immoral things about themselves on social media and advertising it to the whole world. That evil that took place in a function somewhere in one corner of the world, but that is now splashed for the whole world to see about it. So this is what is being referred to in the Sadi Sharif. That when immorality will become rife, Hatta yuhalinu biha, to the point that it starts getting done totally blatantly. So the result of this will be, Nabi Islam says that plagues will then become common in the Ummah. It will spread widely. And such illnesses which their forefathers had never heard about. This is not something that was said yesterday. Nabi Islam said it. It was a pity. As mentioned that some of these aspects there is no need to even think very deeply. Merely just hearing it once is sufficient to get the full understanding. So clear comes. That illnesses of this nature, these widespread viruses and all these things that we are facing, it's not just by the way something has happened, something just happened by chance, something that just came out of nowhere, and nobody knows, well okay, something happened. It all happens by the will of Allah Ta'ala. And the 
asbab and the reasons for it have been already spelled out in the hadith sharif that when these things become common all this very immoral and filthy lifestyle that is being thrust down people's throats and many people are taking it as well all this LGBT filth and whatever else goes with it and now it's just becoming like another common topic that disgust is gone from the heart people are just taking it well now it's part of life so when this becomes just part of life then that is really inviting Allah Ta'ala's wrong so for a mu'min, a mu'min doesn't just stop at that point that this is well okay something happened here there this is the scientific explanation of it a mu'min has a further step he understands very clearly this happening by Allah Ta'ala's will alone and Allah Ta'ala has a system also for all this this is also part of Allah Ta'ala's system and that system Rasulullah has spelled out for us so there are many many things of this regard mentioned in the ahadith but now the issue is that while all those details are there time is limited to go into all many other details the issue is what's the solution that is the very important aspect and often these are things that we speak about, hear about and then we leave it where we spoke about it, heard about it in the career of the life so that is again a very big dangerous way of handling things on the day of Qiyamah this is something also we will be questioned about the person speaking about it will be questioned you spoke about it what you did and the person listening also will be questioned Allah brought it to your ears how you reacted to it what effort you made to bring it in your life what effort the speaker made what effort the listener made Allah grant us a topic that we start making those positive changes so the solutions are also spelled out to us in the Quran Sharif. The very comprehensive explanation of the solution in the Quran Sharif Allah says, The solution of taqwa, which is all comprehensive, everything comes away the taqwa. Adopting taqwa, the consciousness of Allah Ta'ala, in simple terms, becoming obedient to Allah Ta'ala giving up sin Allah Ta'ala says the one who adopts taqwa Allah Ta'ala will give him a solution to every problem all the economic upturns and downturns can happen but Allah Ta'ala will bless him from sources he cannot imagine so this taqwa together with that sincere toba which is actually the first step of taqwa sincere toba that Tawbah we shouldn't even delay for after this gathering that Tawbah should happen now in our hearts, right now Ya Allah you forgive us Ya Allah I'm making sincere Tawbah from all the wrongs from the evils of the eye from looking at haram listening to haram chatting away haram going to haram places indulging in all whatever vices Ya Allah I'm making sincere Tawbah I will never ever go back to these sins and with that remorse and regret in the heart istighfar, excessive istighfar, begging Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness and together with this among the things that have been very very strongly emphasized especially in situations of difficulties, hardship what we have been taught in the hadith of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam sadaqah as-sadaqatu tadfa'ul bala sadaqatu tutfi'u ghadab al-rab 
getting more involved in amal unfortunately we have hours and hours for so many things but no time for quran sharif no time for tasbihat no time for zikr for dua earnest dua begging allah to help engaging in amal engaging in the zikr of allah tbaraka wa taala allah taala loves those who remember him allah taala loves those who remember him allah taala will bless them so to keep remembering allah taala throughout the day engaging in amal engaging in istighfar in toba improving our lives improving our akhlaq our muasharat our muamalat our ibadat so to give up this heedlessness this heedless life carrying on without any concern the same wrongs that we are involved in and carry on without any concern this unfortunately then becomes a very very major hurdle for us and allah taala protect us if life suddenly goes then it's too late to make any amends now is the time these things have come as wake up call for us our aqeedah our belief whatever allah taala wills that is what will happen yes on the level of asbab somebody adopts some reasonable precautions sharia hasn't forbidden that those reasonable precautions in the light of what is within the limits of quran and sunnah they all mean but his aqeedah is very clear nothing happens without the will of allah taala allah alone is the doer So therefore we have to turn to Allah tabaraka wa taala in all earnestness and sincerity beg Allah taala to help beg his forgiveness and make sincere tawbah from all the things that we are we must look into our lives whatever we detect the wrongs that might be there make sincere tawbah increase this istighfar pass on this message of istighfar in everybody now hopes in making istighfar to be making sincere dua begging Allah taala to help and whatever amal has been taught to us for protection we should be increasing that the recitation of the mu'awwazatain the last three quruz every morning and evening three times each surah ikhlas surah falaq surah nas with bismillah this is a protection from calamity at night before going to bed reciting the last ayat of surah al-baqarah amana rasul bima unzila ilayhi min rabbihi wal mu'minun till the end this is mentioned in the hadith sharif in bukhari sharif that yakfika min kulli shay that this will suffice from everything from all calamities hardships so this is what it will become a protection for a person that protection doesn't mean the person never gets sick he'll never have any difficulty but that protection means that no matter what happens his heart will be linked to allah taala he'll still be at peace within himself and he won't affect his iman and If somebody's life goes in something like that, but he was set far from Deen, that becomes shahada for him. That enhances his position in Akhirat. So for us, people like us, it comes as a reminder. It comes as a wake-up call. But if we don't take the wake-up call, then this is like ignoring a very clear sign which becomes very dangerous. Allah Taala protect us. Allah Taala wa Taala give us a tawfiq that we turn in all sincerity to Allah Taala wa Taala. make sincere toba engage in lot of istighfar daily we should be increasing our amal increasing some dakhil salah salatul toba salatul haja begging allah taala help engaging more in the law of the quran sharif in 
this way inshallah we too will be protected and with the barakat of these amal Allah Ta'ala will protect others as well grant all of us a topic inshallah to become his true and obedient servants wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillah This Sharif is the person who recites La ilaha illallah hundred times daily. Allah Ta'ala will cause his face to shine like the 14th moon on the day of Qiyamah. What this means is that inshallah with the barakat of this daily recitation, Allah Ta'ala will give him the tawfiq of righteous actions and this will become the means of his great, this great honor for him on the day of Qiyamah. Therefore, we should try and make this a part of our daily practice, especially in the times that we are in, the very major situations that we find ourselves in. This is a time to now come out of the slumber to make time for these amal, to make time for the zikr. So therefore, we should now allocate time for it. Think about it even from now. What time of the day best and ideal would be the first thing in the morning before Fajr or after Fajr. We dedicate the time. I won't leave the masjid or in my home, wherever it is. I won't do anything until I've completed my tasbihat, my zikr, tilawat, uh, recitation of Surah Yasin. These are essential things which you should now make special time for and engage in these amal. So inshallah this too we make it a part of our daily tartib inshallah. Beside the Allah, la ilaha illallah, 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 la ilaha ill
اللہ ملک الحمد کلّہ ولک الشکر کلّہ اللہ ملان حسی ثناء علیک انت کما اسنیت علی نفسک سبحان اللہ و بحمدہ عدد خلقہ و رضا نفسہ و زلت عرشہ و مداد کبیماتہ جز اللہ عنا نبینا محمد صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم بما ہو اہلو یا ربی صلی وسلم دائما ابدا علی حبیبک خیر الخلق کلہمی اللہم صلی علی سیدنا محمد کلما ذکره الذاکرون وصلی علی سیدنا محمد کلما غفل عن ذکره الغافلون ربنا ولمنا انفسنا ولمنا انفسنا ولمنا انفسنا وإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين لا إله إلا الله الحليم الكريم سبحان الله رب العرش العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين نسألك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمة من كل بر والسلامة من كل اسم اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا إلا غفرتها ولا هما إلا فرجتها ولا حاجة هي لك رضا إلا قضيتها ويسرتها يا أرحم الراحمين يا أرحم الراحمين يا أرحم الراحمين يا أكرم الأكرمين يا راحم المساكين يا أرحم الراحمين ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين وجعلنا للمتقين إماما ربنا فاخفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر عنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الأبرار ربنا وآتنا ما وعدتنا على رسلك ولا تخزنا يوم القيامة ولا تخزنا يوم القيامة إنك لا تخلف الميعاد اللهم ثبتنا على الإيمان وأمتنا على الإيمان وأحشرنا يوم القيامة مع الإيمان يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك يا مصرف القلوب صرف قلوبنا على طاعتك اللهم إنا نسلك العفو والعافية اللهم إنا نسلك العفو والعافية والمعافاة الدائمة في الدين والدنيا والآخرة والفوز بالجنة والنجاة من النار اللهم آت نفوسنا تقواها وزكها أنت خير من زكاها أنت وليها ومولاها اللهم اهدنا لأحسن الأخلاق لا يهدي لأحسنها إلا أنت واصرف عنا سيئها لا يصرف عنا سيئها إلا أنت إله العالمين يا الله most merciful, most gracious, most kind, most loving Allah إله العالمين يا الله we are your most sinful servants يا الله يا الله we acknowledge all the wrongs you have done يا الله there is nothing we can hide from you يا الله يا الله we are covered in the filth of sin from head to toe يا الله إله العالمين it is only your clemency يا الله it is only your grace يا الله it is only your mercy يا الله that we are still walking يا الله we are still talking يا الله we are still eating يا الله we are still living our lives يا الله إله العالمين يا الله يا الله had it not been for your mercy يا الله يا الله we are destroyed long ago يا الله إله العالمين يا الله يا الله you enable us to يا الله appreciate this mercy يا الله appreciate this gift of yours يا الله enable us to become your true and obedient servants يا الله enable us to become your loyal servants يا الله enable us to become متقي يا الله يا الله fill our hearts with taqwa يا الله يا الله let us live our lives with taqwa يا الله يا الله forgive all our sins يا الله Forgive all our major and minor sins, Ya Allah. Forgive our families, Ya Allah. 
forgive our friends and relatives, Ya Allah. Forgive the entire ummah of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ya Allah, show your maqfirat of the ummah, Ya Allah. Show your rahmat of the ummah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all the conditions that we are facing, Ya Allah, it is due to our own deeds, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we acknowledge our wrongs, Ya Allah. There is nothing we can hide, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are begging your forgiveness, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are beseeching you alone, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, forgive all our wrongs and sins, Ya Allah. Make us a true and obedient servant, Ya Allah. Grant us complete afiyat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, protect one and all, Ya Allah. Protect one and all from all the evils, Ya Allah. Protect one and all from all the illnesses, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, protect the iman and amal of every Muslim, Ya Allah. Protect the life, wealth and honor of every Muslim, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, protect the properties of every Muslim, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, protect the izzat of every Muslim in dunya and akhirat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, save us from all the tribulations and hardships, Ya Allah. Allah, don't put us to test and trials, Ya Allah. Allah, we are very weak, Ya Allah. Allah, we cannot be anything, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, have mercy on our weakness, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, you give us afiyat, Ya Allah. Allah, give us afiyat, Ya Allah. Give us afiyat, Ya Allah. Give us afiyat in our deen, Ya Allah. Allah, don't test us in our deen, Ya Allah. Don't test us in our dunya, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, don't test us in our families, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, keep us with afiyat in deen and dunya, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Allah, save us from all the sins, Ya Allah. Save us from the sins of the eyes, Ya Allah. Save us from the sins of the ears and tongue, Ya Allah. The sins of the hands and feet, Ya Allah. The sins of the heart, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Remove the ummah from the gambling dens, Ya Allah. Remove the ummah from the dens of vice, Ya Allah. Remove the ummah from the places of zina, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, remove all these devices of sin from us, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Make the ummah stop from the movies, Ya Allah. Make the ummah stop from the intoxicants, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make the ummah stop from all the vices and sins of the afiyat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, bring the ummah on five times salah, Ya Allah. Enable us to perform our salah with khushu and khudu, Ya Allah. Enable us to perform that kind of salah with which you are pleased with, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, bring the ummah on tilawat of the Quran Sharif, Ya Allah. Bring the ummah on zikr and dua, Ya Allah. Bring the ummah on genuine tawbah, Ya Allah. On sincere and genuine tawbah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, bring the ummah on istighfar, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, we are totally in need of your tawfiq, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, without your tawfiq, we can't raise one finger, Ya Allah. Where are we going to raise our both hands to beg of you, Ya Allah? Ya Allah, without your tawfiq, Ya Allah, we cannot blink an eye, Ya Allah. Where are we going to shed tears in front of you, Ya Allah? Ya Allah, without your tawfiq, Ya Allah, we cannot take one step, Ya Allah. Where are we going to bow our heads in sanda before you, Ya Allah? Ya Allah, we are totally dependent on your tawfiq, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, don't deprive us of your tawfiq, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, don't deprive us of your tawfiq, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, don't deprive us of your tawfiq, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make us your pious and obedient servants, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, for too long we have disobeyed you, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are tasting the effects of our sins, Ya Allah. We are tasting the consequences of our evil actions, Ya Allah. We have been so heedless for so long, Ya Allah. Despite all your mercy, Ya Allah. Despite your bounty showering upon us, Ya Allah. Despite the risk we eat every day, Ya Allah. Despite the hope you gave us to live in, Ya Allah. Despite the comfortable beds we lie in, Ya Allah. Despite the clothes that you gave us to, Ya Allah. The shoes that you granted us to walk in, Ya Allah. Yulahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Every moment, Ya Allah. We are enjoying all the nafas and bounties you have blessed us with, Ya Allah. And yet we went on deliberately committing sins, Ya Allah. We blatantly committed sins, Ya Allah. We didn't bother who was watching and who was saying anything, Ya Allah. Our families were watching, we didn't bother, Ya Allah. Yulahul Alameen, even if nobody was watching, we didn't concern 
Yeah, we, we're not concerned that you are away, Allah. Ilahul Alameen. How ungrateful we have been, Ya Allah. How sinful we have been, Ya Allah. How dirty and filthy we have made ourselves, Ya Allah. But you are Arhamul Rahimin, Ya Allah. You are most merciful, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen. Show your mercy upon us, Ya Allah. Show your forgiveness upon us, Ya Allah. Show your grace upon us, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. You grant us a topic of becoming totally obedient to you, Ya Allah. Save us from all the filth and vice, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, all those who are sick, Ya Allah, give them complete shifa and afiyat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, protect us from all sicknesses, Ya Allah. Protect us from all illnesses and viruses, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, those in any kind of difficulties and hardships, remove it with afiyat, Ya Allah. Grant sukur and its binan to one and all, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, Ya Allah, all those in any kind of depression, worry, anxiety, Ilahul Alameen, remove it with afiyat, Ya Allah. Fill the hearts with sukun and itminan, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, all those who have passed away, Ya Allah. Fill their qabars with noor, Ya Allah. Grant them the high stages in the akhirat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, at the time of Awad, that take us with La ilaha illallah. Muhammadur Rasulullah. Allah, take us on iman e kamil, Ya Allah. Allah, take us at the time you are pleased with us and we are pleased with you, Ya Allah. Allah, save us from death in a condition of sin, Ya Allah. Save us from death in a place of sin, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, grant us death of shahadat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, grant us death in your path, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, till our last breath, Ya Allah. Keep us in the efforts of your deen, Ya Allah. With ikhlas and afiyat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, make our qabr's gardens of jannah for us, Ya Allah. Grant us the shafat of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allah, grant us jannatul firdaus without any reckoning, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, these Mubarak days are already here with us, Ya Allah. Enable us to appreciate these Mubarak moments, Ya Allah. Enable us to use it correctly, Ya Allah. Allah, save us from all the indulgence in the devices, Ya Allah. From all the time that is being wasted in this evil, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, from all the layani and futile things, Ya Allah. You protect us and save us, Ya Allah. Allah, engage us in amal, Ya Allah. Engage, and engage us in those amal that you are pleased with, Ya Allah. Bilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you protect our masajid and madaris and makatib, Ya Allah. Protect the efforts of deen, Ya Allah. Protect the organizations of deen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, protect the haramain sharifain, Ya Allah. Protect the haramain sharifain, Ya Allah. Protect Masjidul Aqsa, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, protect the Muslims throughout the world, Ya Allah. You protect all their organizations of deen, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Grant us istiqamatun deen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all those who asked us to make dua for them, all who have raised their hands to this dua, Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. To know of each one's needs, Ya Allah. Fulfill each one's pious, jayas needs from the grave, Ya Allah. Fulfill each one's pious aspirations, Ya Allah. Remove each one's difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Grant afiyat to one and all, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of the Ummah, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of spouses, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of parents and children, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of family members, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of the Ummah of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ilahul Alameen, whatever we should have been begging in such a time, Ya Allah. Allah, you grant us without even having asked, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, all the good that Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, begged for.